Welcome to Money Confidence. I'm your host, Jillian Todd. I'm a virtual CFO for creatives, money mindset coach, and motivational pep talker. My goal in life is helping creatives transform their relationship with money to live bigger, happier, and more fulfilled lives. So each week on this podcast, we'll discuss topics and host conversations to help you scale your business and uplevel your life. Let's dive in. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Money Confident Podcast. Today, we are talking about cash flow. And I'm going to talk a little bit about my strategy, how I advise people to manage cash flow. Um, if you listen to last time's episode, you know cash flow is like my main duty, one of my biggest responsibilities as a virtual CFO for creatives. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about strategy, um, some things you can do to kind of level out the what I call cash flow roller coaster, um, and a little bit of money mindset too, because I think it's obviously it's all related. And I feel like a lot of the blocks that we have in business, in life, in career, in raising babies and just being awesome human beings, mindset is everything. So without further ado, let's talk about cash. So the first thing that I tell everyone when trying to figure out a plan for your cash flow is what is your monthly minimum? And You'd be surprised, but a lot of people, and maybe you are not surprised, but a lot of people do not know this number. Your monthly minimum is the number, the amount of money they need to be bringing every single month to cover your expenses. So this is your rent or mortgage. This is groceries. This is your insurance. This is dog food. (laughs) You know, all of the things that it takes to run your business, to run your life on a month to month basis. And it depends, right? Depending on where you live, depending on all the things that you have going on in your house, um, that number can vary pretty widely. But the most important thing is that you know what that number is, right? Because when you're building out your cash flow plan, when you're looking at your layout for the year, that number matters. If your minimum number is $5,000, you need $5,000 every single month to pay your business expenses, to pay yourself, to live your life, to pay rent, all of those things. And you look at maybe October of this year, right? Because we're projecting out cash flow, we're looking at these numbers ahead of time. And you're only bringing in three or four thousand dollars. That's good info, right? You know, okay, hey, I've got to figure out a thousand dollars extra or two thousand dollars extra in October, or I need to have some savings set aside, right? Like, but knowing what that minimum is, and also having kind of some cash flow projections out there of, hey, here's what I have coming in in two months, in three months, in four months. Um, instead of kind of letting life surprise you, letting invoices surprise you, um, instead of getting to the 31st and be like, oh shoot, I actually only have, I've got a $2,000 gap that I've got to fill this week, right? That puts a lot of pressure on us. That puts you in that scarcity, that shock mode of like, holy shit, how am I going to pay my mortgage? Oh my gosh, the sky is falling. Um, and that's not a healthy place to be. No one likes to be in that place. And so knowing that minimum number, having those cash flow projections kind of out for the next six months to a year can really, really help you get a lot of freedom when it comes to your cash flow. And I think it's not even just about the financial freedom. I feel like it's emotional freedom, right? When you have a plan for your cash flow, when you know I've got $8,000 coming in next month and I've got $5,000 coming in the month after that, right? Like when you know that you have money coming in, it kind of takes some pressure off of you, right? You can kind of relax your shoulders a little bit. You may not stay up at night worrying about your credit card bill, right? Because you know you have a plan. And so in creating the plan, I'll dive a little bit more into this later, but 
knowing that minimum number is the foundation of a plan. And so if you don't have that already, if you don't maybe budget on a monthly basis or you don't know what that number is, just sit down and crunch the numbers, right? It doesn't have to be exact. I'm not saying get down to the exact penny, you know, how much your insurance bill is every single month, right? It doesn't have to be that specific, but having even a general idea, even if it sways month to month, right? We don't spend the exact amount on groceries or, you know, take out every single month, but having an idea of it costs me roughly $6,000 to live every single month is so freeing, right? You can build so much off of that, but if you have no idea what that number is, if you are not tracking your expenses, there's a lot of room for a lot of what I call like the cash flow roller coaster to really, really mess you up, right? So on the months that you're making, you know, say your minimum is $6,000 every single month. On months that you bring in $9,000, you're like, hey, things are going great. I'm bringing in tons of money. This feels awesome. I'm feeling great. I'm a badass business owner. But then maybe in two months when you bring in $3,000, right? You're feeling really tight. You're super stressed. You are, you know, trying to put stuff on sale. You are reaching out to all your contacts. You're dipping into that emergency fund, right? Like it doesn't feel so good. But again, if you have that cash flow plan, if you know what your numbers look like, you might be able to say in April, well, you know, when you're bringing in $9,000, hey, I'm going to tuck some of this money away because I know fall is always a slow time for me. And I'm probably going to need to dip into my savings a little bit, right? So that even if you do still have to dip into your savings, put things on sale, it's done with a strategy. It's done ahead of time. You're able to mentally prepare instead of coming at it pl- from a place of scarcity and fear and holy shit, I just want to pay my mortgage. So like everything on my website is 90% off, right? Like that's a really scary place to be. So the first thing I always say is know what that monthly minimum is. And then from there, we plan for the highs and we plan for the lows. So I touched on this a little bit just now, but I feel like a lot of people have plans for when shit's not going well, right? (laughs) We have a plan for when things are on fire, shit hits the fan, we dip into our emergency savings, we pitch clients, we reach out to our mom and ask if we can borrow a couple dollars, right? Like we have plans for the lows, but I don't feel like a lot of people make plans for the highs, right? And I say it's important to do both, right? Because again, what matters is the strategy. What matters is having a game plan so that if you sit down when things are calm, when you're feeling good, and you figure out, hey, this is these are all of the options I have to bring in extra money when things are tight. I can have mini sessions. I can ha- do a couple bonus coaching calls. I can pick up a couple hours more at my part-time job. I can babysit. I can do X, Y, and Z. I can launch a new offer, right? Like having a plan of the things that you know you have in your back corner when things get tight and doing that ahead of time is so freeing, right? And I'll kind of explain why. So if I know at any point, if things are tight, if, you know, a client unexpectedly cancels, I know I can easily raise $1,000 by doing some bonus coaching calls. That gives me freedom. So then in six months from now, if I am having a tight month, if things do get hard, if I do have an emergency bill that pops up, I'm not scrambling like, oh my gosh, what can I sell? Like selling my couch to pay my bills, right? Like I have a plan in place. I know exactly what I'm going to do. I know who I can reach out to, right? Like I've created a plan. And so then it's not 
it's kind of like that supermarket sweep game, right? So, like, you have, like, 60 seconds. You're trying to grab as much stuff as you can, put it in your basket, right? And you may not be making the smartest decisions as opposed to if I've made a plan ahead of time for when things get tight, I have X amount of dollars in an emergency fund. I can sell this. I can sell that. I can launch some mini sessions, right? Like, those decisions are going to be better aligned and you're going to feel better about offering many sessions that feel more controlled, that feel more like they've got some strategy behind it than just kind of like madly throwing spaghetti at the walls, trying to get dollars in the door. So planning for those lows, having an emergency fund and knowing what feels comfortable to you too, right? So I'm a big advocate of like lean into what works, lean into what works for you specifically. So like some people feel cool with an a thousand with a thousand dollar emergency fund, right? Some people feel cool with a five thousand dollar emergency fund. Some people need to have twenty thousand dollars tucked away before they feel safe and grounded and supported in their business, right? And so I would say, true, this has a lot to do with what kind of business you have. If you sell products, you're gonna want to have a little bit more money stashed away. If you have a team that you're responsible for paying, you kind of you're probably gonna want to have a couple months of payroll tucked aside, right? And so it all depends on what your business is, what kind of things you have built into your business, but like having a plan for those lows, having some savings put aside, figuring out where you feel comfortable, right? Do I want to have six months set aside? Is two months okay? Is my payroll really high? Like, what am I going to do if things get tight? Like having those kind of plans really gives you, again, some ground to stand on when things get scary and weird and tight with money. But again, it's also, so that's the lows, but I also want to say, it's also important to plan for the highs, right? So kind of like I talked about earlier in my example of your minimum is $6,000. On the months that you bring in $9,000, what are you going to do with that extra money? What are your financial goals? Where are you trying to go, right? I feel like a lot of us, and not to say that you can't celebrate, not to say that you can't celebrate big wins, and if you don't launch an awesome pro- program that you can't take your family to Mexico, right? But there's a very fine line between celebrating and sabotaging. And I see people do it all the time. So they are having a really awesome month. They sign a huge client. They're feeling really good, right? And it's very easy to put all of the money, you know, pay off all of your credit cards, take your whole family on vacation, redecorate your entire house, right? Like renovate your garage, right? When you bring in extra money. But what are your other financial goals, right? Do you have a month that is, you know, looking a little bit more lean two months down the line? Would it be better to save that? Do you want to invest in a program? The point that I really want to make is that planning for those highs lets you be strategic, right? Let's lets you know, okay, I need to bring in $6,000 every single month. If I'm having a launch month, right, and I plan on having this big launch for my signature course and I'm going to bring in $20,000, what are you going to spend that $20,000 on, right? Because if you don't plan for it, if you don't put aside a strategy ahead of time, that money's going to hit your bank account and people go one of two places. They either hoard it all, right? We're like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy to have this money in the door. I'm going to hold it and never, ever spend it and analyze myself to death and question every single decision I make, right? Because that fear kind of has a hold on you. Or people go the total opposite way and they're like, taking all my friends out to dinner, spending all of the money, you know, spending all of the cash, having a great time, and then maybe kicking themselves six months down the road when they need to lean on those savings for something else, right? So having a plan for the highs and the lows, knowing 
if it's a tight month, I have savings, I have these backup plans, I have easy ways to get money in the door, right? Like I have other offerings I can lean on. When things are, you know, going well, I can tuck more money into savings, I can grow my team, I can make an additional hire, I can upgrade my equipment, right? That's all of those things, again, just have taking the time to create a plan to take a step back from operating almost in the, it's funny because in, in um, personal development, there's a lot of talk about living in the present and like not living in the past or in the future. But I think there's something so powerful when it comes to finances specifically um, and in planning your cash flow from taking yourself out of that present moment just temporarily when you're working on your financial strategy. And this can be, again, this is not a thing that needs to happen every single week or every single day, right? This is like one afternoon, maybe once a quarter, or a couple times a year, and really figuring out, okay, what's my minimum? Have things changed? Have my expenses gone up? Have my expenses gone down? What is my plan for the high months? What is my plan for the low months? How, like, What is the kind of roller coaster of the cash flow of my business look like? And how can I mitigate those, right? How can I plan for those ahead of time so that when October hits, and I'm making tons of money, I don't get freaked out. And then I also don't get freaked out three months later when January hits and then it's super slow, right? Giving yourself the grace, having that plan set ahead of time um, and doing it from a place of like being very grounded, being very calm. Because again, when the money hits your account, when you realize it's gonna be a really tight month, it's hard to make smart, sound financial decisions in an emotional state, right? Money is so connected. It's so loaded. It's so complex for so many of us. And it's such a gift to yourself, to your business, to the people around you, if you have that plan set ahead of time. And so that's really the foundation of cash flow planning. Again, so many creative businesses struggle with this and you are not alone if you struggle with it, right? Like the number one reason businesses fail is cash flow issues, right? They're having a hard time tracking in their cash. You're riding that roller coaster. You don't really know what you're bringing in next month versus this month. So anything that you can do to put a strategy in place to help yourself, to have someone who has your back, right? Hire a CFO, get a coach, book some time with your CPA if they do advising, right? But having someone in your corner who can help you make those kind of financial decisions and doing it ahead of time, right? Again, not waiting until your house is on fire to get a fire extinguisher. Um, Having those plans in place by knowing your minimum, right? Knowing what that monthly number is that you have to hit every single month, planning out a couple months in advance, and then having those plans in place for both the highs and the lows in your business. I hope this was helpful. I hope this gave you some ideas on how you can do some cash flow planning. I also know a lot of small business owners, like as soon as people think like cash flow or accounting or bookkeeping, like these are a lot of like trigger words for us, right? We feel like we have to be experts in QuickBooks. We feel like we have to have a very complicated spreadsheet, but like truly the foundations and the things that I'm telling you to do from this episode and today, you can do on a piece of paper in like an hour, right? And even that hour, even sitting down and like, locking your kids out of the house, right? And just like having a cup of coffee and figuring out what those numbers are, I promise will give you so much clarity and will help you feel way better about your cash flow this year and going forward. So like I said, I love cash flow. I talk about this all day long. It's like one of the things I focus on the most as a virtual CFO. 
Um, so if you have any questions, if you need help implementing this in your business specifically, please reach out to me. I'd be more than happy to work with you as your CFO, but I also offer just intensives. So coaching intensives are 90 minutes of one-on-one time with me about a specific area of your business. A lot of times we do it on cash flow, right? So this would be me and you sitting down for an hour and a half on Zoom, and we actually break down your cash flow, okay? So I want to make $100,000 this year. That means you need to make $8,000 a month. What does that look like? What are we doing to bring in $8,000 every single month? We're tracking out your minimums. We're looking at your expenses. We're figuring out, okay, so this month looks good. This month looks low. How can we balance out those dips? So like I said, if you have questions about cash flow specifically, please reach out to me. I'd love to help you. I'd love to talk to you. Um, there's a link to contact me on my website, my email is also in the show notes for this episode. But most of all, I just hope this gave you some clarity, some insight on how you can really reduce the pain of what I call, again, that cash flow roller coaster of like riding the highs and it feels great. And then like hitting those lows and wanting to cry. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Again, I'm so thankful for you, for you tuning in, for you listening, for you just honestly being a creative business owner and Wanting to grow your business, wanting to be an example, wanting to be successful is so great, not only for you, and I've talked about this so many times, but it's an example to others, right? By you having a successful business, by you having a successful creative business and growing and making great money and being an awesome person and being generous and serving others, like you are an example of abundance. You're an example of greatness. You're an example of grace. You're showing the world that you can make great money and not be an asshole. And the world just needs a lot more of that. So I'm really going to log off this time. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Money Confident Podcast. Your support seriously means the world to me. If you've got a second, please leave a review. If you do, take a screenshot of it and send it to me in a DM on Instagram. I'm underscore Jillian Todd, and I'll send you a copy of my tax hacks worksheet for free. It is a document I put together to help you simply and easily understand and plan for your taxes as a small business. It is a little bit of a thank you and a gift from me to you for being a loyal listener and supporter of the show. So I hope to see you on Instagram and I will talk to you again next week. Love you. Thanks for listening.